0: Hey, D2D Tribe. This is Rich from Solar Exclusive and Roofing Exclusive. We've helped over 2,000 solar and roofing professionals supplement their door knocking with high-quality exclusive appointments from YouTube that have translated to over $2 billion worth of solar and roofing sales over the last five years. I'm super excited to be speaking at Door2DoorCon 6 and to be helping you guys figure out a way that you can not only door knock, that's so successful, but also supplement it so that you don't have to rely on it all the time. So I look forward to seeing you at door to doorcon 6 Six.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Sam Taggart with the DDD Podcast. And I have a returning, really old, good friend, guest, Coach Burt, on this episode. He is a former DDDCon speaker. I think it was like, what, the third year? You, Ed let a uh, couple uh, of awesome. Tim teams. Grover. Tim Grover. We had an amazing lineup that year. And Coach Burt blew us away. And he's then since worked with me in my mastermind group. He came to our Idaho Inner Circle trip, blew some minds on leadership. He spoke at our sales summit in uh, Tennessee. We actually did it at his lodge. And so we've actually been able to build a really cool relationship over the last few years. And he has worked on his seven. He just is launching his 17th book right now called Flip the Switch. And we're going to be talking about how he has been one of the greatest coaches on activating prey drive within you know, sales performance, to business owners, to just anybody that's really trying to light that fire, like, you know, find the line inside of them. And working with Coach Burt in the past has been really cool to just see how he does that. He was a coach growing up and he coached women's basketball and he was just that fired, you know, comeback king and, you know, took him from zero to hero. And, you know, has then said, how do I translate some of this coaching inside of me into, into others and whether that's business, family, whatever it is. And it's been fun to get to know him. He's a genuine dude. And yeah, coach Bert. I mean, think of that. That's years ago. That was like, what, three, three years ago. We're going on our sixth conference for door to door con come up in January. And it's just yep. fun to kind of reminisce into some of these good old days. So, well, what was
0: fun is I had, up up until that point, I had never worked with door to door Salespeople, and I, so I literally, when I came to door to door, had no idea what to expect. I had no idea how hungry <laughs> they would be. I had no idea that I would go in to coach some of the top door to door people in the world. Like it was a, it was a pleasant surprise about how much how much I really enjoyed working with people who who really have a prey drive to go out every day and do it. So it was uh, it opened me up to a whole new market that that was exciting.
1: Yeah, I guess like for those that maybe you've never been to door to door con and you've you'd never been and you've spoken at many, many different conferences. You spoke at 10X con at Grant Cardone's thing. So you've seen all sorts of different audiences. What would you say to those that are kind of sitting there on the fence and wondering, should I go to door to door con? Is it worth the investment? Why be there? You know, even if they're not even in door to door, like why? Why is that a cool conference to be at?
0: I think there's a there's an environment that activates your drive to want to do more. There's a camaraderie that's probably different than a lot of other conferences. There's a hunger uh, that uh, people who are really looking to expand in their lives. So I found I found it to be fascinating. Number one, I found it to be incredible. Like I I walk. I mean, out of all the group groups I've worked with, I mean that that was one of my favorite groups. Uh, so, and, and, you know, 10 X was a big group, obviously, uh, I'm doing family first to 20,000 people in Miami in February. I mean, there's, you know, there's these different groups that I work with, but that group was, was incredible. And I would tell anybody who's thinking about doing it. Number one, the lineup you put together, all the lineups you put together are, are incredible people. Okay. So it's, and they are the best at what they do. So you need to be in a room with the best at what they do. That's one way to activate your prey drive is be around and in close proximity to people who are doing big things in the world.
1: Love that, love that. And uh, so tell us like, so you've written all these books and you've spoke on Prey Drive, like what makes Flip the Switch? Tell us about that and what makes it different and unique in comparison to some of the previous books and things you've shared?
0: Prey Drive is a new way to talk about an old thing. I call that vuja Day. You know, you've heard Deja Vu where you've heard something before uh, Vouja Day is a new way to talk about an old thing. We've been talking about motivation for a long time. What I've done is I took the top 20 motivational theories. I deconstructed those theories. I codified those theories. And then I stepped back and I said, based on my 30 years of coaching people, what really activates the drive in a person? And I've correlated it to an animal. A, a prey drive is prevalent in an animal, specifically a dog. A dog has the ability to stalk, capture, and kill prey. And I've correlated that to humans saying a human has the ability to see something with the eyes or in the mind, in the imagination, and to have the persistence and the intensity to pursue it. And nothing happens, nothing is ever sold until the prey drive is activated. So we can't get into sales technique until until the drive is activated. And and you would be shocked how many people their drive is laden, undeveloped. They lose it a lot. They start with good intention. They, uh, They fail to follow through. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, so I've kind of turned it into a science of how you activate this drive that's prevalent in, in animals and humans.
1: I love the word you said, undeveloped. You know, it's kind of this element of like prey drive can be developed, activated, in, enhanced. Um, that's right. How do I, you know, like, OK, let's talk through how do I know where I'm at with my prey drive checking in? How do I activate it? How do I increase it? Talk to me about that. And then and then I want to get into, like, I'm a manager and a leader. How do I instill it in others? You know, it's like we deal with a lot of people listening to this are business owners, you know, the leaders. Yep. And they're sitting there going, man, I got a bunch of lazy ass 25-year-old kids that yep. just don't know how to get off the couch. And, and so let's let's go first route internally with myself. I'm having a slow – like today, honestly, I kicked my nuts. This morning, I dealt with something that was just so annoying. And it, like, almost made me want to go yep. sit on the couch and do nothing. Which is rare for me. Yes. What do I do?
0: Well, think of prey drive in phases. Okay. A, the prey drive has to be activated, and uh, it has to be activated every day. The 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 we go into battle every day. King David was a great king in the Bible. Only when he was going into battle. When he stayed home and didn't go into battles, when he got distracted. Okay. So the prey drive has to be activated every single day. Number two, there must be a persistence to the prey drive, which means a long obedience in the same direction, a willingness to do things you don't want to do to be great. And third, there must be uh, an intensity to the prey drive. So if you're you're out there today and you say, man, I just don't have it. I like a concept called because goals. A lot of people, you got to find your why. Sam, if you just find your why, it's all going to work out. You, You know your purpose. But the truth is, I've been coaching people for 30 years. Chapter three of my new book is called Screw Your Why. Because I don't think you have to find your why to do something big in the world, number one. I actually think your purpose finds you when you are pursuing something. And I believe in a term called because goals. Because goals are big reasons you do things when you don't feel like it. Because I grew up poor, I made up my mind I was never going to be poor again. Because I believe in uh, that action or, or results follows action, I'm willing to take action I don't feel like. Because of these reasons, these are big reasons I do things when I don't feel like it. Okay, so so when life kind of gets you in a different way and a story, that actually can be one of the best things to activate your prey drive. A slight, a negative, a uh, embarrassment. A competition, a something unexpected can actually be the best thing you need to activate your prey drive. So there's five activators I talk about in the book. But for me, when my prey drive is low, I almost always change my environment, uh, obviously change my state of energy, move, get moving, get circulating, change environments, get moving, get circulating. And really, I need to be pursuing something. So uh, just like you, I had a couple things today that hit me and I was like, man, I didn't expect that. But it almost piss me off enough to activate my prey drive to take a lot more action in an area. So, so sometimes in life, the things that you don't like are actually becomes the greatest prey drive activators for you.
1: Love that. I think uh, a couple of things like hit me there is just this element of like, not the why, like, I, it's so funny. Cause everybody's like, I can't seem to find my why. I'm like, why are you making this such a big deal? Like, why don't you just like active, like, why don't you just do this because you 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 want to prove to your dad that you're like a like, legit human being? Or why don't you do this because this dude pissed you off? Like, it's so funny. Like, I had a some dude just do me wrong the other day. And uh, mm-hmm. I kind of had to be stern and have a backbone and be like, hey, we're done doing business together because your okay. ethics are not aligned. And I was like, and just out of spite, I'm going to literally like <laughs> double down on just making this like, hard, not like out of spite, like I'm trying to hurt you. I'm just like, it motivated me in a sense to do triple the volume in one category just to show off. Like just to, you know, it's like, I I remember there's a time I'm selling and this guy got sprayed me with a hose and and next door, I was like, I'm selling your next door neighbor and putting extra signs showing that I sold the neighbor just to piss you off and be like, you're an idiot. You missed out on a great thing. Like those are because- I want to, you know what I mean, type of motivators. And it's, people don't realize that's such an activator. It's like, this is what gets you doing the thing.
0: Yeah. And if you, if you learn to use negative emotion to create positive result, it actually becomes a conduit. You need these things in life. And when I was writing this book, the book's coming out in January, January 31st. uh, And my publisher asked me, but the book's coming out through McGraw Hill, it, does it have to be negative? Like, like there was a lot of negative in a certain chapter, and and I said no. But real emotion, real passion comes when you've been really screwed over. You, you know, when you really study conflict, when you've had conflict in your life, the conflict actually produces the prey drive, and and that and it, what it does is it takes you to a, a much higher level. When someone doubts you, when someone does you wrong, when someone somebody doesn't believe in you, when somebody runs you down, it actually gives you some, okay. some much needed firepower. If you've kind of lulled into a complacency, if you've kind of uh, plateaued out at a level, sometimes you need that to, to go find another gear. And that's really what the book is about. It's like, how do you find another gear and how do you do it as consistently as you can as possible? When I was in college, my first degree had a great sport psychologist who was a major league baseball player. And then went back and became a sports psychologist. So we had all these fascinating discussions about potential and, and potential being kinetic energy that is stored until activated, right? Everybody has more potential, but that potential has to be activated by something. And he kept talking about potential as a, as a major league baseball pitcher was coming as close as you could, as often as you could to the highest level of frequency that you could. That was his, kind of his definition of potential. It's like, how could you get as close as you can, as consistent as you can to your potential? And, and so I think a prey drive as it's sitting in there, something comes along and activates. I remember being with you at door to door con and uh, Tim Grover came out and they didn't give him the, the applause he wanted and he walked back through the door and he came back out. Remember that? And he challenged yeah. the audience. <laughs> what they really did was it, act- what is it, was it activated his prey drive. And then I remember my let right in the middle of his talk at your door to door con cause I was sitting on the front row. He got really pissed off because people weren't taking notes when he was talking and, and it wasn't that they weren't taking notes. It was that the audience was a little distance from the stage and we couldn't really see the audience from the stage cause of the lights. And it, and it, there was a fit. You couldn't tell if people were engaged or not engaged, but that like, it like triggered my leg yeah, to say,
1: he, went hard. Yeah. he called me afterward. So he apologized. He's like, dude, I've never gone off on a crowd that strong. And I was like, Oh, that's dope. Yeah. He's like, they needed it. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, you, you can see what activates this
0: drive. I was a former championship coach and man, we always were better
1: after a loss. That's what I was going to say. Better. Argentina. We were always better when there was a nemesis. Take Argentina yeah. this year in the World Cup. They freaking lost to Saudi Arabia, of all people. Like, and it's like the next, yeah. the next games, they just smashed everybody. They're like, we are the best in the world, and we lost our first match to who knows who, Saudi Arabia. And it's just like they needed yeah. that. And I was like, and I was talking to an Argentine. I was in Australia last week and and I met this Argentine and I lived in Argentina. So they like are kind of near and dear to my heart. And I watched, he goes, that's the best thing that could ever happen to him. He's like, they needed to happen early because yeah. if it would have happened later on, it would have hurt harder in the sense of like, you know, they couldn't have advanced. But he's like, they needed a wake up call. They needed a humbling. They needed a, they're a young team. You know what I mean? And I was just like, there you go. There's a perfect example. And
0: sometimes you need you know, competition is an activator of prey drive. Fear is an activator of prey drive. Um, environment is an activator of prey drive, which is why people need to be coming to your conference. Exposure is a big activator of prey drive. See, when people go to a conference like yours, they're, they're exposed to the top players. Like as a young basketball coach, I used to go to all these coaching clinics when I was 18 and 19, and I would see the greats, Patino, and, you know, all these great coaches. And And here's the deal, Sam. I watched how they walked into the room. See, I tell people, you need to go to these conferences to see how people walk into a room, just to see how these big time people walk. How do they talk? How do they communicate? How do they work a stage? How do they connect with people? And if you could ever get real close to them, like in the masterminds or in the intimate settings, because they're thinking at such a frequency, just by observation, it will activate your prey drive. The way they're thinking, the frequency they're playing at, that will activate your prey drive. So exposure is an activator. And embarrassment is an activator. And when you're embarrassed enough by something, your performance, your results in comparison to your potential, you will activate that drive. And so I kind of go into the psychology of all of these in the book. I break it down. I talk about it. And the whole book is trying to move a person from where they are, which is their A, to where they want to go, which is their B. And I kind of get into everything from the subconscious mind to how I coach people to why would this activate a person? If you're a manager, how do you activate it in your team? You know, but, but that's really what the whole book is about what I've been doing the last 30 years.
1: Love that. Ooh, you just gave me the chills. I'm yeah. a, okay. I'm a rep. I'm in a slump. Yeah. I'm er, You're my manager. What could you do to help bring me out of the slump using some of these techniques? Like, you know, you just said like, but like kind of put that in that scenario, because this is the common thing I get like, dude, my reps in a slump. I know he's better than this. I just can't seem to get him out of the funk or I'm in a slump. Like, it, like you know, you're good. You know, you, you you have it in you. You just are in the slump. I feel like if you could kind of use it as a use case to walk us through that, that'd be awesome. Think about energy in three states,
0: right? It's it's dynamic Alive, vibrant, growing. It's static, stuck, complacent, or it's entropic. It's disintegrating. It's dying. Right. A plane. You know, I have a I have a jet, and uh, and the jet has an attitude indicator in the front. Right. There, are all the all, all the dials in the front of the jet. One is called an attitude indicator, and it indicates if the plane is ascent, If the plane is ascending, it's climbing. It is at its uh, plateaued uh, place that it's flying, or it's descending. That means it's landing. Right. Well. Energy is like this with people. You're either growing, you're stuck, or you're static. So if you're stuck, you're bored, you're complacent, you're in a slump, typically has to do with energy. And what I typically look at is I help people get real clear, like, what's your B? What is your B, okay? What are we trying to drive to? What are your because goals? Why are you willing to do this when you don't feel like it? And if you don't have big because goals and you don't have a clear B, then you're not going to be motivated because you're not making any progress toward anything. And progress is a natural motivator. But typically, it's a change of environment. I need to get you out of your environment. I need to get you around somebody who's producing at a higher level. I need to shift it up. Pat Riley called these thunderbolts, you know, and thunderbolts were sudden, unexpected jolts of energy Mm -hmm. that just shook up the energy. Like, right, like I'm doing this a lot with mortgage companies right now. And I'm like, man, we need to shift the energy. And there's positive thunderbolts. Where you just get people out of the environment, you go do something fun and you just shake it off a little bit. And then there's negative thunderbolts where you just lose it on people and they and you really let them know this is a big deal. And I used all of this when I was a basketball coach. I would come in, Sam, if we were on a roll and we were getting complacent. i say we won 10 straight games and we're getting complacent. I would tell my staff, I'd say the first mistake somebody makes today, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna kick basketballs, I'm gonna kick everybody out of the gym, I'm gonna throw clipboards. And I would literally go in there, and we would start practice. And the first person that would make a mistake, I would just completely lose. I'd kick the ball up in the rafters. I would, I would tell everybody get out of the gym. I don't want to coach people. Who don't want to win championships. And I would, it was all the, uh, theater, theatrical. And then I would just, I would walk out and just slam the door, and I would literally just leave. And you should see how those players would respond. Like, oh my God, Coach Burt left, and we got to get it together. And they would stay in practice for three hours by themselves without me there. And I would come back the next day and I'd say, ladies, do, who wants to win a championship? And they would say, I do. And I'd say, all right, will we ever go through that again? What we went through yesterday? No, sir. And it was a thunderbolt, right?
1: Ooh, well, the so good. So good. It was
0: a sudden, unexpected jolt of energy. Now, the other side is if if they were tired, because, because salespeople get tired, they fatigue, they get into burnout, loss of all joy or passion, it gets monotonous. If they were tired, I would come in and say something like, man, today we're going to have the hardest practice we've ever had. And they would go, oh, my God, we we're tired, we we're worn out. I could tell. And 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 then I would kind of build it up. And then I, then at the last minute, i go, no, forget it. We're going to go outside and play flag football. And we go outside and play flag football for, two, for an hour. And I'd say, you guys go home, regroup, come back tomorrow. And it was like one day like that would just shake up the energy of the whole team. And that's all they needed. They just needed. And a good coach can recognize this when their team needs this Thunderbolt.
1: Oh, so good coach this is this is fun and i guys i'm telling you this is a treat to have coach bird on this podcast um he, i mean like i said he spoke on a lot of great stages he's worked with us for a while and um and okay so if i wanted to get your flip the switch i know it comes out january where do i find it how do i get it or pre-order because i probably the easiest want- thing to do yeah, the easiest thing to do is is you know a lot of people
0: ordering in bulk for their teams, and what I'm doing is I'm really incentivizing people to go ahead and pre-order the book. So when you pre-order the book, I break the book down on video. You get that immediately in four to six hours of me breaking the whole book down on video. We That's also I'm doing a big event on the 13th of January called Activate, which is a, a big virtual event. I hope to get thousands of people on there. It's completely free, but also uh, if you purchase the book, you get access to that. You also get nine, 90 days right? Three months of pre drive calls with me every Wednesday at 1230. So you can jump on those calls with me for every person that buys the book. If you go to my website, coachbird.com, it'll take you to order the book. You go to Amazon, then you come back and put your receipt order in on the funnel. And basically we know you order the book and you get all the free things. And this is perfect for solar, anybody door to door. This is perfect. Whether you're a manager, leader, uh, I'm telling you, I have studied human nature at the highest level. I have coached some of the best people in the world. Um, and this book will serve as this way to activate your drive so that you can play at a much higher frequency.
1: Love that. Guys, like I said, go. That's a huge value for buying a book. You know what I mean? Like a, a coaching and, the, you know, that that's... It, you know, normally that stuff's going to cost you thousands of dollars. So go to coachbert.com guys, go pre-order the book. Don't miss out as activate event, January 13th. Don't miss out on door to door con coming up January 20th and 21st. Make sure to go get those and, you know, look forward to, you know, connecting again. We need to, we need to throw another thing together, man. There's, there's probably yeah, some you're more. Doing, to
0: you're come. doing so many cool things. Yeah. You're doing so many I, cool things. We've like yeah, tried to collaborate,
1: connect. And I'm just like, dude, I have like so many events and it's, yeah. I'm trying to like, Hone out, and so, guys, we'll uh, we'll keep in touch. Me and Bert, we've been homies for a while. We're always doing stuff behind the scenes. You guys will see it come out. So, uh, much love. Thanks for having. Thanks for being on the show, man. This is uh, this was a treat. Thanks
0: for having me, man. Thanks
1: for letting me promote this. I'm excited.
0: This book's got a real shot at to being a Wall Street Journal bestseller. It's uh, we've already moved thousands of copies of the book in pre order. So I can't do it without you guys. And uh, it's been fun promoting something you're deeply deeply passionate about and having an intense. And, and intense passion to help people with. So thanks for having me on the show, man. Love it. See ya.
1: Thanks, man.